crack the whip there for a race for box for Fleck Manelli. And racing, Flake Manelli came out okay, showing early speed was Kurt Lee. Look at her go, she's looking for eight in a row, Flake Manelli, she swings around the corner, she drives away, she puts him to the sword and she wins by seven. Box seven's Red Cap Manelli, um, who apparently did a massive trial during the week. Um, this dog's been um, out injured for quite some time and coming back, but apparently this is the top four. And box eight is her old friend Tommy Shelby. So I'm just going to go straight in for the exacto here. Box 8, Tommy Shelby, and Box 7, Red Cap Manelli. Racing, Fernando Starr came out okay, showing early speed was Kiss Me Linda, and look at Tommy Shelby drive across to the outside, put Kiss Me Linda to the sword and went to the lead now. Don't mess with Tommy Shelby, he swings, he takes off the Dulux and he races clear. Six in a row for Tommy Shelby, wins by five. Red Cap Manelli flew home to get second ahead of Kiss Me Linda. So we're going to finish off the night with Risk 7, Box 4, Starbuck. Now coming out the leader was Starbuck. Five behind them, Sir Monty and also Westdale Haley in the straight. Mermaid Benelli. Starbuck lunges, got up. Starbuck a big win. Before you go, before you go, Lockie, you got a tip for us for the weekend? Uh, I do. Uh, Murray Bridge, Sunday night in the middle race. It's Gold Flyer. On their way. Speed out in the centre. The favourite Gold Flyer out quickly. Mr. Spock going with it. Gold Flyer pushing on. Got over. Clear in the running over to Steady Arrow getting to second. But Gold Flyer won it by about seven lengths. Um, but I think he's a bit too short at the moment to be worrying about that. Um, so I suggest a same race multi um, to go carry on Maxwell to win. Daffs ascend. Top three and Aston Adonis top four. Racing, Carrion Maxwell jumped away okay. Speed there from Daffs Ascend going quickly. Up to John and Carrion Maxwell. Mabel coming up to the turn. Carrion Maxwell is clear two or three in front. Daffs Ascend followed by Aston Adonis. But Carrion Maxwell first favourite wins by two and a half lengths. Daffs Ascend second, third Aston Adonis. Woof, woof, and woof. Welcome to the Dunn Chasers here on SEN Track and Sports Bet. Little montage again. I think that's got to be the, I'm going to call it the ninth montage in a row now. We've, we've really found our straps. We've even, well, what was there? Exactors in there, a couple of same race multis in there. And we even just for good measure chucked in Millsy's little mail, which he tipped to us at $3.50 last week. And of course, got over the line at $1.80. So when Millsy speaks, the market moves. <laughs> Boys, good evening. How are we? Shagger, Kenny, Gunner, how do you do? Hello. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> it was like probably our most successful uh, montage of all time. Like we would have, for a level dollar stake, it's probably the most money you would ever made out of this podcast. And it's a very um, <laughs> unexcited response to the start of the show. Yeah, don't be too excited, um, Shagger. I mean, geez, okay. Sorry to, uh, sorry to bore you. Um, Gunner? Yeah, you've undersold, you, you've undersold Millsy's mail. Three three dollars seventy into about a buck eighty. Thanks for coming. That was absolutely sensational. <laughs> I'm just... Have any of you slid into his DMs recently and asked for some more mail because he's won from one? No, I didn't even know that that one won until we were preparing for the show. So we didn't give Millsy enough credit for that one, unfortunately. But we're going to give him credit now. I think we uh, can almost coin a new segment here. Millsy's mail. Yeah, I think we could nearly drop Gunner because Gunner hasn't put up a winner in how long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, I've, my my tips have been the staple of the non-chasers multi. It's just that you bastards are no good in backing me up most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Now, well done, and I love the the taste and a sniff of a montage at the top of the show. Also, at the top of the show, we uh, whack out a little tip off the top uh, shagger. Let's start with you. What's your tip off the top? Mine is Geelong, race 11, number eight, diorite fire. 
So it's got a fantastic uh, 22.59 here at Geelong, a few starts back behind Faulkner Park, who we oh, yes. uh, spoke about the other week. Um, take take, take Rufus out of Faulkner Park every <laughs> yeah. day. He's good. He likes it. I think the white, wide draw will suit him here and um, gets a nice cut across from the quick beginning Blackpool Elfie in the seven. So, um, yeah, he's sitting around 480 um, as of open this morning. So hopefully that price is close enough. Um, uh, just name, name, race, and rug colour again. Geelong Race 11, number eight, die right fire. And what time will that be jumping on the Australian Eastern Seaboard? Uh, 10.28 p.m. Oh, beautiful. So you've got a bit of time to get on yep. your Sportsbet app and uh, and chuck that bet on. Of course, you can watch uh, Sky Racing on Sportsbet now. How good is that? Watch the dish lickers. It's a one-stop shop, the old Sportsbet app. Kenny, what's your... Tip off yeah, while, while Kenny's giving his tip, maybe go out and get a Red Bull or a V or something, Shaggy, because you're real flat, mate. So Am get I? up oh, and about, get some energy. Another coffee. <laughs> Jeez, okay. <laughs> well, if it's 10 o'clock at night and you want a coffee. Yes. You, you weirdo. <laughs> it's been a long day, be... Ponton. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to head to uh, Race 6, Mandura. We'll go from Box 2, Divided. Um, looks well marked here. He's going to be short enough. He'll be about... 210, 220, but he, he looks like a very good chance. So it's box two divided and race six Mandura at 22.35. Very good. Just we've got to get the elephant out of the room here. We have a production meeting the day before the uh, non-chasers record. And yesterday, Kenny rolled in with a beanie, which looked like he had a condom on his head, which Gunner's <laughs> rolling now. And then his big fat headphones. He looked like the white Craig David. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, very funny. Anything to say for the, save yourself, Kenny? Ah, uh, it, it's been we've been locked down for a long time. That I literally don't give a damn what I look like in Zoom anymore. Like I live in my bedroom now. Yeah. So, it's, well, it's it must be especially hard for you. I don't want to turn this into um, you know the, the the politics podcast, but you've got mates over in Ireland who are having four thousand cases a day, and they're allowed to go to the pub, and then we're having ten cases a day, and um, we're stuck in our room talking about greyhounds over Zoom. Yeah, so just for context, my hometown's like fifteen thousand people. They're having more cases per day than Melbourne, and uh, they're still going to the pub. Are still, are they still going to Shelburne Park? Oh, I think uh, there's no crowds at Shelburne anymore, but um, that's in the south, so there's this different laws for them. Um, okay. I, I was watching yeah. Louis Theroux's uh, Miami's Hardest Jails last night, and those blokes have actually got bigger rooms to get around in than what we do at the moment. So, <laughs> I'm not quite sure things are working out for those that are that are free by law. Okay, good input. Uh, Thanks, Gunner. Patty. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I certainly think we need to fast track Millsy's mail. <laughs> <laughs> not sure what's uh, Dross. You're tipping out. Hey, we say Dross. And we bounce back. We finally bounce back with the non-chasers multi. We got it home. Just a quick show of hands via saying me if you uh, if you got your leg home in the non-chasers multi. Me. me. Oh, I did too. So yeah, was, yeah, mine was third. So, so we got in, a, a two-place dividend race, Kenny. Was it? Oh, 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 Kenny, trying to oh, sneak in you. there. <laughs> well, there's a first. Well, it didn't matter. It didn't matter because the beauty of the non-chasers multi is you only need three out of four legs to get paid out. Such is the glory, and we finally bounced back. So hats off to all the punters who listened and followed us in. I hope Millsy got involved um, and then bought Tara a nice dinner with the winnings over there in South Australia. Gunner, Maybe they went out for a pie been, floater. Isn't that what you're doing, South uh, Australia, old pie floater? 
They are insipid. I apologise to any <laughs> listeners from South Australia, but if you like a pie floater, Jesus, they are disgusting. Um, cat dog. Oh, yes, cat dog. <laughs> Gunner's up. <laughs> You've been tasked with cat dog cat this dog. week, Gunner. Yep. Please, just, just to highlight, if anyone doesn't know what it is, it's a dog who has won a race before and now we're just finding that streak in between another win. Plenty. I found one the other week with about 85 up in Ipswich, which we said was just the melting pot of mediocrity up there. But um, Gunner's, uh, Gunner's going to tee us up here. What do you got well, for us? I'll tell you what. So first off, the cat dog this week does not come from Ipswich, so I need some sort of okay, props good. for that. Okay, so just keep that That's under good. your hat as I make my way through this. Mazza's Mitzi, trained by Karen Miguel, has had 111 starts for nine wins, okay. 11 seconds and 17 thirds. It is racing at Murray Bridge today in race four. Its last win at Gawler, sorry, its last win was at Gawler, wait for it, Paddy, in June 2017. Wow. This greyhound won four races in a row in April 2017, so Connections must have been thinking, geez, we've got a live one here. <laughs> we've got a brute one. Exactly. Mazza's Mitzi came oh so close to winning its last start when narrowly defeated by Mahai Indian over the 388 at Angle Park when it flashed home for second and it missed out by about half a length. 85. I've matched it, Paddy. 85 starts. That's had in between. Well. It could be 86 today. It could be 86 today. That is, I'm going to give you the clubhouse lead because there's a lot of research there and that, that was actually impressive because this dog actually was pretty good by the sounds of it at the start and is, I don't know, what are they? It's not feeding it the right food anymore or something's clearly gone amiss with something. Yeah, it looks like it uh, falls out of the boxes a lot of the time and then sort of flashes flashes home for seconds, thirds and fourths. But, uh, mate, I, I went through quite a few race cards last night trying to look for a, a cat dog and uh, I thought, geez, I- I'm getting nowhere here. I'm just going to have to concede defeat. And then uh, Mazza's Mitzi came along and I thought... That's it. Equal the equal the That's clubhouse it. lead and uh, and not no, a well done. Switch. That's and, a sensational what was the cat date? dog. What was the whelping date on that one? Must hey, be getting Shagger wants to know. Shagger, excited old Shagger wants to know the litter well, it, so we it, can price one it up. Started racing uh, towards the start of 2017. So yeah, yeah so to, you'd nice. imagine that uh, you can you can probably tack at least 18 months on top of that. Yeah. Oh, ripper, very good for you, Gunner. All right, Dapto. Our friends at Dapto, we give a little tip of the hat to the boys up there in the Steel City. Jeez, if you watched on the uh, Sportsbet app on Sky Racing, you would have seen that um, the signage up there just looks schmicko, doesn't it? It does. looks fabulous. Looking well. Do you want to hear something exciting as well? Yes, please. (laughs) If you – we're going to roll something out. If you back a winner at Dapto – you're in the running to have a race named after you the following week. Oh, I like that, Paddy. How's that? So it could be a dollar bet, it could be a hundred dollar bet, it could be a five thousand dollar bet. But if you yeah, have a winner at that day, you're going, yeah, of course, you'll go into the running and we'll pluck anyone out and you'll have a name raced after you. So how's that for a little incentive to have a flutter? Oh, the dishes up there in Dapto. Did you say it. a name raced after you? A name. <laughs> is that what I said? A race. That's what you said. <laughs> a race named no, it's a, after it's you. It's a different type of promotion there, Shagger. It's it's not a it's not a race named after you. It's a name raced after you. So you get a dog that's named. It could be a dog named the Shagger. 
<laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've stepped all over my feet. But it will probably won't. Oh, it will probably take a couple of weeks to reel out. But uh, it's going to be exciting. Another one at Dapto is the Blue Rug. The Sportsbet Blue Rug will be uh, coming to screens near you very, very soon. Currently in the manufacturing stage. Is there? A, Boys, quick... Is there going to be a picture of the non-chasers in the bottom corner of that rug? Oh, we'll see what we can uh, <laughs> rustle up there. We'll see. Hey, hey, Saturday, quick look. Where are they racing tomorrow, Shagger? In the great town of Shepparton. Um, and they kick off at 8.58 a.m. Uh, race one, number eight, Holly's Delight, I thought was a nice little each way go. Um, look, it's a bit of a speculative tip. It's um, She's had two starts. Um, she was very young and looked a little bit green in those two runs. Um, but she's had a decent spell since then and drawn the eight, um, which I think will suit her better than the red box that she had in her first two goes. Um, as I said, a bit of a speculative tip. So watch the betting. Uh, four looks like it'll be the favourite here um, after a handy Ballarat run a few starts ago. Um, but I expect Holly's delight to be a big improver here and good chance to knock off the favourite. Oh, ring-a-ding-ding. Great stuff from you, Shag. You, you just seem to get more excited as the show goes on. <laughs> I like it. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more nonsenses after this little ad break. Bye. <laughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for Sportsbet. Now, boys, I have a I have a bone to pick with a few people. And when I say a few people, I mean the general greyhound punting population as a whole. And maybe chat. <laughs> looking maybe for chat. any friends, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you got a problem with all the listeners. Not win. <laughs> Trying to build our audience here, Paddy. Go, go easy. And, and maybe Channel 9 News because they also did a piece on this particular dog. No, I take that back. I'm not looking to pick, pick a fight with the whole industry because that wouldn't be smart. <laughs> but I just want to highlight something. We have a segment on this show called Boom Dog been a long-lasting segment. We've done it since we we were just a mere twinkle at the start of this show. And about four and a half months ago, we had a, our great friend from over there in Carlisle, United Kingdom, Davey Mitchell. I'm sorry, what? And he's, we asked I think him, he's from Newcastle. He's from Carlisle. He's from Carlisle. Anyway, who cares? Carlisle? Uh, Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> and we asked him about a boom dog. So I just want to open an investigation here. Oh, it's been a while since we've heard that little sting over the investigation. Now, as I said, we had a boom dog and we asked David Mitchell about this boom dog. This is what he said four and a half months ago. David, if you could choose any dog in Australia that's not currently yours, who would you who would you choose to be able to race? Who would he be a boy? And you've probably never heard of it, or you might have just heard of it, because he, uh, he ran yesterday for, for Cal, finished second. He's uh, he's out of a, a little sister to Captain Dynamite Dan. Um, he's definitely a dog to follow. Um, and uh, I've, I've spoke to Cal, he's the, the, the dog we couldn't buy. But I suppose in uh, in terms of Group 1 dogs, um, the, the dog that I would want to buy is probably Hooked on Scotch. I think Hooked on Scotch is the uh, is the fastest ground in the world. Yeah, uh, David, I, I'm sure you've listened. I'm sure you've listened to uh, all of our 95 previous shows before you got <laughs> on with us today. I know that you're an avid listener. You've been listening from day one. We have a segment called Boom Dog. Would you would you say that Houdini Boy is a boom dog? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, 
Yeah, as I say, it's, uh, we take a lot of an interest now with following the dogs in Australia, but yeah, I mean, we, we your whiskey rides hooked on scotches, but hooked on scotch for me is just, uh, it's just it's different gravy. Love it, Dave. Sensitive of, of time, mate. It's, it's nearing one o'clock. Okay, well, that's come straight from uh, the greyhound's mouth. Kenny, he wanted that dog, doesn't he? He, he identified Houdini Boy a long time ago. Yeah, um, it was a good shout. I actually hadn't heard of Houdini Boy myself at the time. I think Shagger did, but um, there was nobody talking about him uh, picking him up the way that uh, David was. And uh, I kind of feel sorry for David that he didn't actually get to buy him in the end. I think they were looking to buy that dog. So <laughs> we gotta, we, We've got to get him back on, don't we? I, we need to get him back on just for a, a tipping session and uh, what to look out for and uh, how to find a boom dog like Houdini Boy. Yeah, we can ask him where he's from. I'm, I'm saying it's Carlisle. Shagger, did you? So you knew about Houdini Boy four and a half months ago when when Davey talked about it. Yeah. Did I you think, have Did I you have high we, hopes for the dog? Like he? I did? think when we had him on the show, he just he'd won his maiden um, and then maybe run a couple of placings. Um, I think he was only sort of running around the twenty nine nines. Obviously, you know, coming from behind, having interference in some of those runs. So, um, you know, there was possible that it was possible that he was going to be a good dog there but um probably hadn't really been uncovered so um yeah that was a great heads up from uh david i just remember uh, david talking about it and looking over at shagger in the studio and he was nodding his head in agreement and uh, i just immediately pulled my wallet out and looked where his next race was <laughs> <laughs> well where do you, where do they who don't he boil like it's the stars the sky's the limit now Great ones, all sorts of things on the agenda. Yeah, he's stepping up to uh, to the marathon distance this weekend, doesn't he? Yes, he'll be in at the Meadows, seven hundred and twenty-five meters for a Group Three. So straight straight into the uh, first go up the distance into a group race. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. I'm sure he'll do oh, very he'll very go well. By the way, <laughs> very very well. And one thing's for sure, our friend Davey will be staying up there till four in the morning just to watch a bit of uh, the medicine. It's a great testament to English racing, but the fact that he gets around Australian racing as much as he does is uh, is sensational. So shout out to our man, our UK correspondent over there in the UK, uh, boys. SA Match Racing, fill us in, Kenny. You're you like the cut of this jib. What, what's happening? Oh, so we had mattress and last night, um, catch the thief won the uh, SA mattress um, by I think it was like point zero zero three of a second or something like that. Something like that. About, yeah. about ten lengths. <laughs> <laughs> by ten lengths. Um, by a whisker. Um, it was it, it was a funny old night. All the money was coming for a shadow mist and a dog called the Fi because um, the weather there was absolutely disgusting. But um. I think in the end, uh, Catch Lafif didn't look like slowing down. I'd say the track was a bit slow as well, so um, he'll be back for the Adelaide Cup, and um, he's rightly hot favourite. Mm. Intra- okay, how is that going to affect the Million Dollar Chase futures markets? Um, well, Catch Lafif was, we always knew he was um, going to Adelaide, so that's not really changing it. But um, it, it's a kind of thing like, it's hard to know who's going to Adelaide because we don't know who's all qualified for the million dollar chase. So mm. there'll be there'll be some good dogs who don't make it to the million dollar chase might come down to Adelaide. But um, at this stage, it's pretty much a free for all in that futures market. Shaggy, do we still have that special for any of those four big guns to uh, to make the thing out? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not of the head. Not of the head. Shaggy, none of you wanted. None of you wanted to. 
<laughs> just just on that that, um, that mattress last night. Did you, did you guys watch it? Did you see like the cameras inside the boxes? Yeah, I did. Yeah, they've they've had the cameras nah. in the boxes for a while now. Um, bit surprised that they haven't been picked up a bit more regularly, and for some of the bigger nights because it gives great insight. You can see the smarter dogs, the way their heads turn towards the lure and the way their ears prick up, they're really waiting for that lure and, and not all dogs have that trait. And yeah. the, What do you reckon? Does, does Mitzi's magic do it? Uh, not, not sure. <laughs> I haven't seen Mitzi's in the boxes. <laughs> it um, depends what time of day. And also um, love the camera angle down the back where you can get that head-on view of, of what the dogs are doing because the side-on view doesn't always do a punter justice when they're doing their form is the dog railing bit bit center on the lure or running a bit wider so that gives great insight for some of those that watch greyhound racing um not as regularly as others to to see how the dogs do wind their way around uh around the oval track i think it was interesting yeah. to see too did you guys see uh zip and zarbo where he's just like kind of looking around himself and then like the last millisecond he just puts the paws down the heads down and he's gone like a rocket yeah or even uh that lectra th- theory dog it actually puts its feet on the back door of the traps to spring itself out. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Nearly took the camera with him. It's um, yeah, some smart dogs, man. A lot of a lot of people who don't know greyhound racing all that well want to know why, or wanted to know why Fernando Bale was such a dynamite starter, and it's just the way that he that he tucked himself down underneath the the lids all the time. He was never jumping around in the boxes because he knew exactly what he was there to do. And that was to get out and chase the lure as quick as possible. So he was always in a ready position to duck himself under the lids. And the, the inside the box camera angle gives that view for the punters at home. Uh, I've got an idea for Dapto. Why don't we try and strap a tiny little pencil camera on the back of the blue rug? Go, the GoPro. The, but not a big one, like a really small one, just that it doesn't weigh anything and the dog will never know it's on there. Oh, I think you'd want to make sure that uh, you're not susceptible to motion sickness because I, I dare say that that camera would be bouncing around quite a bit. <laughs> very good, very good. All right, boys, you know this segment, you like it. Horror calls. Okay, um, again, horror calls goes outside of uh, the perimeter of Australia. Um, in fact, it was inside the perimeter of Australia last week, but we're going international. We're going to New Zealand. Now, uh, again, a tricky one for the caller because the main component and a key part of greyhound racing is the lure. And in this race, I don't think the lure wanted to play ball. Listen to this. main favourite from two, and I've gone without the bunny. And there will only be one result here you'd be picking, although they've got no bunny to chase. They're still uh, dashing around pretty quickly. And on the point of the bend, here's my pick right through the centre. <laughs> As they charge to the post, out by five will get them from a flash enforcer. Justify that. Everybody's looking at each other, wondering where the heck's the bunny gone. How about that, boys? Not often you see a race where the, the lure malfunctions or the lure... The lure doesn't uh, chase and stays in the boxes and the, the dogs still get around you. You often see a few dogs take matters into their own hands and sort of socialise down the back of the track. A couple might sort of chase and nibble each other's ears, but all those dogs were pretty well behaved, weren't they? That was remarkable. Yeah. All the dogs just literally, 
they didn't run very fast. It's like they did a greyhound race in slow motion. They went, all right, the bunny's not here, so we'll just sort of slow it down a bit. No one really cares about this one. But they literally all still raced. Yeah, they just programmed to know what they're doing. It might it might be that in New Zealand, they, if it was a finish on lure race and, and those dogs sort of know where to run to to finish on the lure, that's maybe where they were heading because they knew if they get to the back of the track that they get to have a chomp on the lure, whereas obviously here we don't have anywhere near as much finish on lure racing. So so maybe it's it's just a condition of the dogs that they knew where to, to go to get get that reward, whereas uh, the dogs here probably don't know it as much. Yeah, well said. And, and I must say, um, again, stiff to the caller for being thrown into the horror call segment. I think the caller's done a very, very <laughs> good job considering no lure, um, and that makes uh, a call of a race quite difficult. Um, let's take a break, boys. We're back with more non-chasers, the uh, the real grunty stuff, the, the let's shag and the invest in the West are up after the break. See you soon. <coughs> well, welcome back to the non-chasers here on SCN Track for Sports Bet, the Sports Bet Greyhound Racing pod pa- podcast, the, the podcast. podcast on the radio. Yeah, the podcast. Um, been going for about two and a half years now, and if you are a loyal listener like Millsy or plenty of others, you get the podcast a touch earlier in the afternoon on a Friday, but it's that time of the show, the hard-hitting analysis. We're going to – you know what? I'm going to buck the trend a little bit. We normally start with Kenny, but it, he looks like he's uh, still trying to do his form. So we're going to – we're going to – we're going to – we're going to – why don't we – why don't we <laughs> just spin it out? Well, I've got an idea. Why don't we shag? <laughs> All right, Meadows. We love. He's exci- he's we excited. He's back now. He's had a burger or a Red Bull or something. Just, just, just for avoidance of any doubt, I didn't have a stutter there. I was just trying to just, just lead into the stinger with a bit of excitement. But uh, you know, you take it as you will, listeners. Absolutely. What do you got for a shag? All right, kicking off race one, number one, Hadouken. Um, get on this to win. Um, it's around even money. Look, uh, somewhat. Evenly matched for much of the rest of the field, but Hadouken no, does look to be just the wins. best of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've just sort of an edge on them all. Um, and then add to that that he should be able to hold his own early and he's got the gun draw. It just looks Hadouken's race. Um, in the three, we've got Love's Hadouken. Hadouken. That was, uh, we, we tipped that up. Uh, as our Saturday morning winner last week um, and now heads to the city. Could run a bit of a cheeky race, but, look, I think first up um, it, it's going to be no match for Hadouken. Uh, Smithy Keeping is a dog with a bit of ability but drawn a bit awkwardly there in the six. Um, if he was to get some luck, might be uh, thereabouts. But, yeah, just get on Hadouken to win this one. What do you do? Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice big fat button push from you there, Shager. I like it. What do you got next after Hudukin, Maflukin, Magugan? Well, we don't have to wait too much longer. We just move on to race two and get on number two, carry on Maxwell to win. Um, who looks to have lengths on these. Um, is pretty short, but I expect to be able to jump well enough to get um, and get room early and secure a nice lead here. Earn the answers in box eight is a nice young up-and-comer um, but has a bit of a task ahead being his first city race and needing to get across from the wide draw. Um, a couple of dogs draw in the middle that can use a bit of the track too, so um, 
Yeah, but but he'd be he'd be the one to take it up to carry on Maxwell if there was any sort of a challenger from the rest of the field. But I just can't see carry on Maxwell getting beaten here. So race two, number two, carry on Maxwell, jump on for the win. Yeah, baby. Bang. Yeah. Next. Uh, moving on to race six, number one, immersion to win this one. Good early pace, nice draw. Uh, probably a couple of dogs in here that are that are capable of running um, time to outgun it. But I just think that um, neither of those are drawn particularly well. Um, speaking of King, I am in the three and Mr. Hollywood in the six. Um, uh, immersion will need to step well, but she usually does. So I think that that early pace and the rails draw just sees her get the win there. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. And then moving on to race seven, number one, party lights to win this one. Uh, decent early pace for this distance and use this draw to win in very fast time a few runs back, stopping the clock at 34.47, a repeat of a run like that, and she just gets the win again. Um, probably worth noting Lily Lana out in the seven, Mapunga Katie in the eight. Um, both could be capable of running a pretty cheeky race, but as I said, if uh, Party Lights does what she did when she had the red a few runs ago, uh, it'll be game over. Or yeah, lights out. baby. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Jagger. Jagger. You like that. Party time. Um, <laughs> all right, so the next one we mentioned earlier, Houdini Boy. Stepping up to the 725 this week. Um, look, he's short. My suggestion is just sit back and watch him win. Um, uh, it, it is his first go at the distance. He's not that great out of the boxes. So um, it's probably just more more one that I'd suggest to enjoy the uh, watching him um, because he's pretty short. What about these? Sorry to butt in, but these um, Britain horses. We see Pete horses. Riley take his tears. Britain horses, horses. <laughs> sorry. Dogs. <laughs> sorry, take his uh, tears and Tornado Tears. Is Tornado Tears going to win another race like this again? Or is he I just completely so. and utterly um, past it? it look, look he, he did put in a few runs where he showed flashes of his old self um, recently. But, uh, uh, look, I think in in the group races uh, there, there are just a few up-and-comers that are yeah. that are going to be uh, a bit tough for him now that he's getting a, a bit longer in the tooth. Yeah, okay. Jeez, oh, whack to uh, connections of Tornado Tears. Mind you, you, Tears, Tears in this race, um, yeah, has, has been in pretty good form lately. So uh, if, if he was to jump out on the bunny here um, – and Houdini Boy was to find a bit of trouble. Um, wouldn't wouldn't um, put it past his tears to be able to sneak Ma- home another win. Match race, his tears and Houdini Boy. You'd suggest Houdini. Houdini, yeah, yeah, baby. Pete, Pete Riley, <laughs> Pete, Pete Riley, friend of the show. Uh, next time we get him on, don't think Shagger will be putting in the call, given what he said about yeah, Tornado exactly. Tears. Uh, Shagger might have to sit out the ten minutes that we have Pete Riley on the show. <laughs> Oh, no, Jesus. great respect to Tornado Tears, but look, they can't keep winning forever. So, um, yeah, the new wave of stays coming through now. No, he's been a star for the sport, old Tornado Tears. Is that all you got for us, uh, Shagadelic? Um, well, one last one, um, last race of the night, burn time in box four. Um, small field helps here, and I, I think it'll be too good. Um, look, the red keeper of keys is very capable as well. Um it, it does find a little bit of trouble um, in traffic and, and sometimes you just see this dog lose a little bit of its momentum um, 
and like the small field's obviously going to help it as well. But I, I think Burn Time's probably just got a slight edge on him, and uh, and that'll be my tip for the last race. Yeah, baby. Well done, Shay Gadelic. <laughs> hey, just quickly, they've pushed it back an hour at the Meadows, haven't they? At the moment, uh, they they did they did push back slightly last week. Um, I'll just have to ch- double check. Oh, that. I think oh, it's right. Last, last is at eight thirty. At four forty. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, well done, well done. And then credit to the Greyhound industry for keeping things moving amidst troubling times. All right, let's jump on a Boeing 747. In fact, we wouldn't be able to do that anymore because they're out of circulation. <laughs> let's jump on a Boeing 737 Dreamliner head across the Nullarbor and invest in the West. Show it. Um, we'll start off with some uh, small talk here. Um, have you, do you lads follow Tommy Shelby on Twitter? I do. Uh, do you see what uh, Tommy's doing this weekend at Cannington? I didn't say this, no. If you go to Cannington Dogs this Saturday night, Tommy Shelby will put a pint on for you. You get a free pint from Tommy Shelby. Oh, nice. That so, um, all right. If, if, it, if he wins? No, no. If you just go to the track, he's buying you around. Um, he also wins, so it kind of it's the same thing, I guess. But um, I think it's a little send-off to the WA boys. I think Tommy's going to head off now for the million-dollar chase. And... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes straight to Victoria from there um, to start that's his a, Melbourne that's awesome. campaign. Oh, well done, too. Well, connections of Tommy Shelby have done great things. Uh, didn't they say a while ago, I think after the Vic Peters, that they were going to donate a portion of ongoing prize money to, to charity? Yeah, they're, they're donating. I believe, uh, I believe they're saying like that. I don't know what percentage, but they're giving something to char- charity every one. And, like, this is a dog that's won 19 races from 25 starts, so uh, definitely fair play to them. Is that mm, is that um, is that from the members' bar, or have they set set up a uh, a stand up pub for the night called the Garrison? <laughs> um, sure, Kenny gets um, it. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to kick off with Tommy's wrist, which is wrist. Oh, oh, I get it as well. I just didn't think it was very funny. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, it wasn't funny. Just um, get into it. It's uh, so Tommy's wrist is wrist six. It's the it's a small final. It's a WA bred championship. Uh, Tommy's in box one here. This is the best map that Tommy's ever had. Um, I'm expecting him to do his fastest time ever at Cannington as well. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what time he does before he does head to Sydney. Jesus, Kenny, um, it wins enough. You don't have to burn the arms off the clock. A lot of pressure on the lad. Oh, uh, he, he like he's going to do the best time he's ever done before. He's got a dog called Starbuck in box two, who we spoke about last week. He just shoots out wide from the boxes, um, so he's going to get the clearest run of his life here. Um, and the tip for this race is actually we're, we're going to reload a tip from last week we got the exacta in Tommy's race last week um, and we're going for the same dog for a second it's Boxy at Red Cap Manelli uh, Red Cap's got Sermonti on his inside Sermonti likes to move in Red Cap's not the fastest away but as we've seen last week it absolutely flies home and he's going to get a clear run early here so um, he's uh, hopefully going to be chasing down Tommy the whole way and hopefully get with a, a decent price exacta out of that so that's Box 1 Tommy Shelby and Box 8 Red Cap Manelli. Well done. That's a nice little whip crackalacker there for race uh, first first uh, bit of the evening at Cannington. What else do you got for us? Um, so we're going to head backwards to race two. Um, there's a dog here in box one called So Tough. Um, it's the only dog in this race that actually regularly runs over the 600 metre distance. Um, like the other dogs in this race have gone over 600, but this, this dog's doing a week in, week out, so you have no problem staying on here. No issues with fitness. Um, he, he's he doesn't always get the win, but like he's been running against dogs like Hasty Yes, Fleck Minnelli, who are absolute champions, and uh, they're not in this race. So hopefully, um, 
this is this is the race set up for him tonight. So we're going to go with box one. So tough. And yes, we're going to next. move on to the next race. That's uh, so in race three. Uh, this dog's going to be a big price, but it just caught me eye last week because. It absolutely bombed out the lids. It's box one Winsome Mia. Um, I'm expecting this to be around $10. Um, just from box one and the way it trapped last week, like it, it should lead. It's up in grade here, so it's probably not doing the times that other dogs in this race can do, but maybe there's a lot of early pace. So maybe there'll be a bit of trouble in behind and it can hold on. But um I wouldn't I wouldn't go nuts on this, but uh, it'll be a big price and probably worth a small bet. So it's a uh, race three box one Winsome Mia. And then we're going to head on to race five. Um, there's a dog here I said to put in your black books last week. It's box four, Rapido De Niro. I said, wait until he gets the inside. He's not quite on the inside here, but um, there's not a lot of pace on his inside. Um, box three, sweet, but psycho looked poor from the boxes last week. Um, West on Harmony traps fairly, but like it, it's doing awful time, so it won't win. And box one, Fab's one, he's really slow away. So I'm expecting Rapido to get on the reel early here and uh, go on for the win. So let's uh, race five, box four, Rapido De Nero. Very nice. Uh, That's what you got for us, Kenny? Oh, you got one more? I'll chuck in one more. We're going to go for an R exacta. <laughs> oh. <laughs> While we're in form. As you, as you do. Um, so in race seven, we've got Fleck Minnelli, who's, as we all know, is just an absolute gun dog. Um, it flies out. It's going to lead this race. It's going to be very, very heavy odds on. Um, Grace Ali's in box one. She hasn't had box one in a long time. She stepped up the back up to the 600 meters last week. Didn't get away the best. Um, but she loves box one. And I'm, I'm very happy to see her back in box one. So we're going to go um, box four, Fleck Minnelli to one. And second, Grace Ali. Very good. I can sniff another montage probably for the 10th week in a row. Let's take a quick break here on the non-chasers. Back for the final little sting of it all. Dog food. Got a great dog food today. And, of course, the non-chasers multi and show me the money. We'll see you soon. <coughs> Welcome back to the non-chasers. The final little stanza straight into it oh, for a little bit of so dog chumpy. food. Brought to you Just by Chum Dog Food. So good, so tasty. You know how this works. It's either a dog or it's related to a term. Now, the theme today is famous racehorses. So this is going to catch a few off guard, I think. Can we all test our buzzers, please? Uh, Gunner, we'll start with you. Okay, yep. Kenny? Uh, Winner of the 1992 Grand National (laughs) Party Politics. I knew he was going to choose a Grand National horse. That was a dollar uh, one. It's the first ever winner I backed. Um, <laughs> listeners don't know my date of birth, so we'll not mention what that was. <laughs> Kenny, you would have been what you would have been six years old, wouldn't you? I think it was five. Um, <laughs> I had two pounds sterling each way on it. I can't remember what price, but um, like your old man put it on. It, for it, you, it wasn't that bad. Like it was actually betting greyhounds before that. So. Oh, <laughs> Okay, very good. Uh, that was um, your old man putting those bets on for you. I like it. Hey, Shagger, what's your buzzer? Doremus. Oh, Doremus, very good. Okay, let's get straight into it as the music comes up there in the background for another bumper edition of Dog Food. Question one, Black Caviar. Five. Doremus. Gunner. That's a horse. No, it's not. It was also a dog. Unraced dog 
2007. What a blight that is and a travesty that is to the great black caviar that a greyhound shared the same name and never even made the racetrack. That shouldn't be allowed. She some litters though, didn't she? Shouldn't be allowed. Shouldn't be allowed at all. One nil to Gunner. Well done. What did you say, Shager? Did she have a few litters? Uh, I think minus one, don't you think, for me? Yeah, just... uh, Sorry, minus one. My bad. Question two. Temple of Boom. Potty potty. (laughs) Gunner. Uh, Horse. That's correct. You're back to zero. Of course, Temple of Boom won the 2012 James Bogues Galaxy at Randwick on a heavy team. It's only a few now as well. Yeah, no, that's Spirit of Boom. Okay, fair enough. Spirit of Boom. Question three. Hayley. Far lip. Far lap. Far lip. <laughs> it's the goner shoe here. Uh, that's that's, yeah, a, that's what is a horse. Correct. Not to be mistaken with Haylister, the dog. Um, one nil to Gunner. You're going all right here. Question four. Go, Lonro, go. Party politics. I'm going to give that to Shagger. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a dog. No, it's not. No. It's actually, uh, it's not the name of a horse. It's what Greg Miles famously yelled in the yeah. Australian Cup. Go, Lonro, go. Uh, so you're a negative one. So it looks like Gunners to lose here. Final uh, final horse. Uh, another horse is pretty good at losing. Tom Melbourne. Party politics. Yes. Um, that's a horse? Correct. We've got a tiebreaker. But I don't have a tiebreaker question. <laughs> 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 It's going to be a dead heat. We'll pay out. Um, we'll pay out uh, equal dividends on all of that. Well done, dog food. It's a tie. Could have. You could have used uh, Lock and Var Art. That's uh, that's a yep. that's a harness horse making headlines at the moment. Also a dog. That could have been a nice little yep. question for you. Yeah. No. Well, it didn't. So we'll we'll settle on a tie. So well done, boys. Well played. Okay. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes all the right. money. Voices. Let's rattle. Let's rattle through this. Um, sensitive of time. Shag, what do you got for us? Uh, Meadows, race three, number seven. Perfect Marshall. Very good. And the price? Uh, it's around six bucks. Very nice. Very good. I'm going to go to race um, 10 at the Meadows. Number one, the Cherry Church Mouse, $5.50. Gunner. I'm going back to Rockstar Lincoln again, race seven, number three, the Meadows. I thought it ran really well last week. Good chance to lead in this. And, yeah, Party Light's been a little bit uh, disappointed with recent runs, but I'm I'm conceding that Shaggy knows what he's talking about, so I'm a bit worried about his thoughts on Party Lights. But Rockstar Lincoln for me, another go. Okay, thanks for the thesis. And Kenny, uh, what do you got for us? I'm going to go to Cunnington, race nine, and go for box seven, Kurtley. Currently, yeah, very good. Like it. There's uh, value players of the week. Now the non-chasers melty. We're going to ping another one of these. Uh, you know how this works. You only need three out of four legs for it to salute. My leg. What'd you say? The is non-chasers melty. Multi three three quarter multi. My leg is the Meadows race eleven number one. Always ho ho. It's a place. Kenny, what's yours? Uh, going for the Sims last week. Wentworth Park race two box five gone by noon. Shagger. Meadows, race seven, number one, party lights. And Gunner. Race one, number one, Meadows, Hadouken, $1.28 the place. Hadouken. Very good. Well done, boys. $2.50 we can give for that. $2.50. Three, to four. three legs needs a place and, and it pays out for the loyal non-chasers listeners. So get right around that. Robert's your father's brother. Very good. Boys, good show. Well done. That's all. That's a wrap. Any final thoughts, questions, comments, concerns? Musings. 
Yeah. No, well, None of them. As we always say, if you are having a punt on the weekend, do so within your means. Gamble responsibly. If you're not having any fun, walk away. Took the words out of my mouth. That's all, guys. See you later. See you, boys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good stuff. See you.